0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. It was the biggest of weeks for rookie QBs. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the next QB of the Detroit Lions. And with me, as always, is A.J. Duck. Marquez.
1: You'll never be slower.
0: Today, we're going to break down the best and worst rookie performances from Week 13 in the NFL, and then we'll preview and pick the Week 14 NFL matchups. Let's hit it!
1: Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Going out to Vegas maybe Looking for a young or a 2-0 don't draft a run back on the first day. Don't draft a run and back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Guys, let's talk about sex. Good sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. I didn't know chewables work faster. I'm, I know nothing about science, but listen to Blue Chew. Um, if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. It's so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's bluechew.com. B-L-U-E-Chew.com. I almost forgot to spell blue. B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code armchair to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you, thank you, Blue Chew.
0: Thank you, Blue Chew. You're welcome. Uh okay. Senior Bowl tracker. Two more acceptances. Big number. Both uh draft crushes of AJs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Starting with another tight end. Taking this this group to, what what would we say, eight? yep Sean uh, McCune. Is that how you say it? McCune. McCune. It's confusing because we have a friend named Matt McCune.
1: Yeah.
0: It's spelled spelled totally different. Totally different. Very confusing. Uh, I'm not a big uh, McCune guy. Uh, But
1: like I said yesterday, Shelly showed up against Ohio State, Rob. Ohio State's one
0: weakness this season has been tight ends. It's true. I'm not kidding. Um, Harrison Bryant was an issue. Josiah De, uh, Deguire also was an issue. Like, If you were to look at one thing that has worked against Ohio State, not like necessarily consistently, but I would say the tight ends are the way to go. And in the first half for
1: Michigan, they, they used the tight ends very effectively, and they got away from it, and they lost. Uh, Yeah. Why are there so many tight ends in Mobile, Rob?
0: I don't know. We talked about how <clears throat> after those uh, first like five, kind of just get guys there who are interesting and they did yep. that uh obviously with um steven sullivan uh portland state tight ends name who i'm not gonna try and say again um julius thomas jr yes correct uh but with mccune M- mckeon 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 with Mc <laughs> now you okay with with him with him um, you get more of that classic inline guy uh, who's asked to block a lot at Michigan, so I, th- I kind of think that's why he is there. Yeah, I is, think so too. Is because there's not a lot of those guys in this group already. Um, I, I would say really like Jared Pinkney is the best blocking tight end they've invited. Him, him, and De- DeGuardia, but he's more of an H back type at Cincy. Um yeah. So I, that's kind of why I think he is there, even though he's not the uh, most interesting guy in the world. Uh, not a guy I have a draftable on.
1: Hey, we've seen some uh some NFL teams draft like pure blocking tight ends conversely, kind of recently, so
0: to Cincinnati Bengals. Shout out to the Bengals. Uh and also we got another long snapper. I think uh, that'll do it for long snappers now. <laughs> Iowa State long snapper, Steve Wordle.
1: Yeah, the second best long snapper in the nation, no doubt about it. After Blake Ferguson? <laughs> yeah, after Blake Ferguson, yeah. They, so they got they got the big 2 mm-hmm. Uh Ames is a tough uh place to long snap. And he did a great job over it. So yeah. Weather
0: there is kind of all over the place.
1: All over. The, you, you like the the it's very gusty. The stadium. Um,
0: you so gotta, get the lights of, in your eyes.
1: Yeah, the coriolis effect very very strong in that region. Uh,
0: okay, a couple. That's it for senior bowl. Uh, a couple east west shrine game, east west shrine game guys uh, were added um, since yesterday's episode. Uh, of note, starting with Utah quarterback Tyler Huntley. I'm pretty excited he got the invite. He's. Uh, I think one of the more interesting senior guys, not not a big recruit by any means, but a, I think a good good get for them uh, at the East-West Shrine Game, especially if Utah makes the playoff.
1: And like sometimes we like, it feels very different year to year. Like sometimes the the East-West Shrine Game quarterbacks are like really lacking. Yeah. And sometimes it's like a solid group. I think Huntley's along the lines with it would be a really start,
0: it, it's a it's good start a, to a solid group. Right? It's a pretty interesting group already for them too. Like I mean. James we, there. Like, yeah, James Warren, you, you yesterday when we were talking about Kelly Bryant. You you were like at minimum it's still a big name. Everyone knows yeah. who Kelly Bryant is, which yeah. is totally true. With Huntley, I think you get um I, I also expect them I mean, we've only got one from the Senior Bowl so far, so it's hard to say who's gonna be available for them still. Yeah. Uh but like uh, one of Shea Patterson and Mason Fine, I would expect at the Swiss Shrine game,
1: if not both. Yeah, yeah
0: if not both. Sorry, yeah. um, and then with Huntley, so far I think he's the most in- interesting of the guys uh, there. Uh, obviously a little undersized, but decent arm, nice and mobile, kind of fits the mold of like I, I would call- I would refer to him as like almost like a poor man's Bryce Perkins.
1: And I mean, he's got the big stage ahead of him, Tyler Allen. Like he can only help himself. Hopefully,
0: I've got a pro comp of Seneca Wallace on him. So, oh fuck! Why'd you have to do that, Rob? Now you now I gotta love him. That's why I love him. <laughs> I mean, at least
1: hes a, hes an interesting guy to watch. He's like f- kind of thin. Not kind of, but
0: yeah, yeah, whippy like, arm. Um, yeah, yeah, whippy arm definitely. Uh, and then they also, which this one's a little interesting because I thought this guy might get a senior bullet but Uh, Just because the senior running back class, not the best group in the world. They've only added four so far. Mm. Western Michigan running back, Levante Bellamy. Yeah. uh, A guy who, undersized, 5'9", 185. Impressive burst and quickness. Yes. um, I think has a role in the NFL as a satellite type back. Catches the ball pretty well in the backfield. Had a huge year in the MAC. Yep. Uh and again, just not a great group of running backs at the senior bowl already. So I'm surprised he's uh, me too at the East West Shrine Game, and I think it's a good get. I think he's definitely a guy who is going to make an NFL roster at least.
1: Yeah, I agree. And like we've seen a couple guys flip already from the Shrine Game to the Senior Bowl, but you got to assume he wouldn't be one of them because we think the last round of invites have gone out. So
0: yeah, uh, but I agree.
1: Uh, I thought I thought he would have been in uh, Mobile.
0: And then we already talked about. Um, how uh, Shaq Quarterman, the Miami linebacker, yep. um, will be at the Swiss round game. Joining him will be Michael Pinkney, his teammate. Uh, I, another guy who was like had more hype than I think that, like, like the, 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 just the tape didn't match the hype. Y- yeah, agreed. Uh, I, like I have an undraftable on him, but I mean a big for name them. for them to get. Yeah. Uh, yeah, more of an old school guy. Aggressive. Um, I don't think he has the chops to hold up in coverage or anything. But again, good good out for them. And then, kind of surprising, but then when you look at how many safeties have already accepted the Senior Bowl invites, it makes sense that Miles Doran's going to be at the East West Shrine Game. Uh, he's a guy some people really really like. Um, I I have like a late day three grade on him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a very strong tackler, uh, more of a box safety type who needs to improve fluidity and uh, feet and coverage, but. Another good name for them to get. It feels
1: like they've just done a really good job of building the roster so far.
0: Yeah, I, and I, I kind of like it because a lot to me so far, it's been a lot of. Um, what well, obviously, the Senior Bowl is going to get the best of the best. Yeah, uh, and then the East West Shrine Games kind of getting like bi- a combination of big names and interesting like group of five prospects, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the NFLPA Bowl is just eating up all the the like the FTS guys that kind of matter. Like yeah. it, it's done, it, and I mean they also like we talked about them getting Calvin Throckmorton yesterday. Even, um, yeah. like I, I like that each bowl kind of knows what to be targeting. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. No, yeah, agreed. So uh, all three, happy. all three rosters look good this year, man. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very happy. Can't wait to be at the drop again. <laughs> Always all, at the drop. Reporting live uh, to you via podcast. Yeah. Live pod. Uh, okay, and we also got two more declarations. Um, the most surprising so far, mm-hmm. Maryland running back, Javon Leak. Uh, I mean, we got no tape on him yet, so hard hard to really speak to uh, what what he looks like in terms of being a prospect. Yep. But uh big play backup running back to Anthony McFarlane. Kind of surprising both of them went pro. Yeah, yeah. Um...
1: Big, kick return ability. Yeah,
0: that's kind of the thing that caught both of our eyes. Um, three kick return touchdowns over the last two years. Averages like 26 yards per return. I, I When he declared, I told you, this reminds me of when Kareth White did the FAU backup yeah. running back to Devin Singletary last year. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it's a, both backups to bigger name prospects and uh, both kick return upside. But yeah, I I, I mean, I don't want to speak too much on Leak right now, but this mm-hmm. this feels uh, like it's going to be one of the largest surprises uh, yeah. in terms of declarations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also got UCF wide receiver Gabriel Davis. That's an interesting one, Robert. Yes. And uh, I watched a little bit more on him today. Yeah. Uh, not only like a okay, 6'2", good size. Yeah. Uh, big play... No. Ability for UCF. I like yes. what he uh, adds as a yak player too. Really physical after yep. the catch in the group of five, um, and not going to run the fastest, but no. But he does a good job creating separation. Um, he he's a dude who it's it's going to be really interesting to see how this receiver uh, class pans out just to, based on declarations. But mm-hmm. uh, like a fifth, sixth round guy for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um kinda am surprised. I know there was mumbles that he would declare, but I'm kinda surprised he did. Uh just cause UCF's kinda obviously got a good thing going in terms of being a high, highly recruited or yeah. scouted group of five school. And uh Mackenzie Milton potentially being back next year. Yeah. And I mean Dylan Gabriel at quarterback could look good this year anyway. Uh maybe Josh is gonna take that Missouri job. Ooh! I emoji. I I like to create speculation about coaching changes based Wildly. off of how guys declare. Like I think James Franklin's uh, not leaving Penn State because of how many guys have announced they're returning.
1: Mhm, mhm.
0: Makes sense, Rob. Thank you. and Lane Kiffin will be Arkansas's head coach.
1: Ooh!
0: And eye emoji. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going or couple? Yeah, more. no. Keep going. Keep going. Mike Leach will be the Ole Miss head coach, even though that first report was fake. That was. An, Mike Lee just people sent that fake one out. There's another one too.
1: What? But uh, another like a, there was another report about that same job. What?
0: Like him taking it? Yeah, it oh. was weird. Yeah, because it's true. Like it's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, NFL rookie week thirteen superlatives. Uh, okay, we had seven quarterbacks play <laughs> rookie quarterbacks play significant snaps this week. Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) And the biggest important part is five of the names started with a D.
1: Yeah, that's the biggest important part, Rob.
0: Uh, David, Daniel, Dwayne, Devlin, Drew. Wow, did you practice that? Yeah. Good to know. Um, Okay, let's start with uh, just in order of who played first. And, of course, David Blau played first. (laughs) Almost took down the Bears, threw for 280, two scores a pick. I mean... Where'd it come from, Rob? What a performance! Well, I mean, he's got Brom coaching blood in him. Retweet. He's got the the Big Ten. He's got a lot blood. of things going for him. He does. Uh, my my main takeaway with David Blau was basically you should have no expectations throwing an undrafted rookie into this game, uh, starting uh, his first NFL game, and he was fun. He wasn't great, but he was fun. Hey, he made he went the and made plays like. Uh, it was fun. I agree. It, it, I my, my most recent take has been, if you're taking a quarterback late day three or uh, signing an undrafted one, the guys who have kind of stuck out and done damage uh, as that type of not big time quarterback prospect have been the guys who are maybe lack big arms At but yeah. are known for their high football IQ. Yep. Their mobility, not as a runner necessarily, but their ability um, to make plays when the play breaks down with that mobility. Yep. And, and they all seem to be a little bit undersized. And yeah. I think See, that's why they're slept on. Like, like just look at David Blau fits that. Duck Hodges yep. fits that. Gardner Minshew fits that.
1: Agreed. And you know what I mean? Like, before they hit the UDFAs, too, NFL teams are more likely to take the flyer on the big, strong, big armed guy Tyree right? Jackson. Tyree Jackson, uh, Tanner Lee, <laughs> like those but, but, because guys.
0: They're definitely because their physical upside is so, yeah. like, impressive that yeah. you think if we can develop this guy, he's got all the physical tools to be uh, an NFL quarterback, of course, and, and then they sleep on the guys who lack some size, maybe lack some arm, but they've got the tools to be backup quarterbacks like a Chase Daniel. Yeah, and <laughs> I love Chase Daniel, but, <laughs> like, like, I think the reason is it's
1: easier, like, you think someone's going to be able to get Tanner Lee in the room? He's a terrible quarterback. No offense, Tanner, but like I can't believe he's drafted. He shouldn't have been drafted. But you take him because you're afraid of losing him to someone else. But like a guy like David Blau, you, you know you can kind of recruit in the UDFA process. You know what I mean? You're afraid or, of someone or else trade, jumping on Trade with the Browns for him. Yeah,
0: for literally almost nothing. Um, but yeah, no. So like to me, I I I, I think because of how quickly. The Lions' offense was moving under Blau. There was a little bit of overhype on how good he was in this game because ultimately they, they didn't move the ball very well in the second big, half. Big credit to Daryl Bevel, though. Yeah, Daryl Bevel's done a pretty good job as the Lions' OC. Yes. Um, but ultimately, at minimum, what you saw out of Blau was enough to know we've got a potential, like not a developmental starter or anything, but a, a developmental backup for a while. A guy who can go yeah. in there and kind of be a spark for the offense if we need it. Um, you keep him around. I, I mean, I th- I th- think there's more reason to keep him than Jeff Driscoll. Um, whoa, whoa, yes. whoa, Rob. Uh, Yours so so I, like I would I would give given the circumstances, this is like a B performance for David Blau. It, a B for Blau. Good work. <laughs> Thank you. Good thing it
1: wasn't a D for David. Um, no, this was a good game, Rob, and I'm I'm happy for David Blau, and that's my favorite quarterback room now that Kyle Slodders there too.
0: Yeah, I mean Kyle Slodders should be starting.
1: Uh, yeah, I wish he came in a week before David Blau. No offense, but
0: whatever. I, I, can I just... One one take I heard... Like, it wasn't like a hot take or anything, but the, they, they were like... Like, because David Blau was getting a little bit of hype going, and someone was like, yeah, well, Mitchell Trubisky outplayed him. Well, no fucking good. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky was the second overall pick in... Okay, Mitchell Trubisky is a terrible starting NFL quarterback given the circumstances. Mitchell Trubisky should be better than an undrafted rookie all yeah. day. Like, what... like. I don't know. That just seems like a nonsense argument to try and create being like, well, oh, David Blau actually sucks because this guy's better than him. Well, yeah, he should be. Yeah, I'd rather have David Blau and Solomon Thomas than Mitch Trubisky. Spot the lie. It seems like a strange combo of players to want, but okay. Because he was uh, the next pick. No, I understood, but like, I mean, right? you flex it. Like, Solomon Thomas is a bust as well. I, yeah, it was a joke. Wait, what'd you just say? Mr. Trubisky might be better than Solomon Thomas. Yeah, I mean, positional value wise, <laughs> let's not talk about this. It's <laughs> gonna make us sad. I mean, Solomon Thomas should be a three tech, but hey, get the Patriots are gonna <laughs> fix yeah, it. Yeah, they will. Uh, okay, the next rookie QB we saw was Daniel Jones of the New York Giants in a beautifully pleasing to the eye game against the Packers in the snow. Okay, well, I'm gonna let's frame it the most important part of this game. Okay, it was snowing, like you said.
1: It's cold. He fumbled. But he didn't lose the fumble, Rob.
0: That's a, So he, are you, you, that's called an improvement in your eyes. That's
1: called... It, like, you <laughs> see the snow, you're like, oh, Daniel Jones is going to fumble at least three times in this game. He threw three picks,
0: but only one fumble. So he's improved the uh, aspect we've been harping on him for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Jones had a rough outing. Um, I think it was at an all-time low when he threw an interception directly to Darnell Savage, a little rookie on rookie crime. Yeah. um it it was a bad miss i I had to rewind and watch it again because I didn't understand what happened i like I thought he got hit because it was such an off target throw like I didn't even realize there was a receiver in the vicinity because it was like so over and behind straight into darnold savage's chest like he the start of the game was fine and yeah it, it was all fell apart like yeah. it, it, he he started the game and like it wasn't anything special but it was they like he, a like a game, like a game manager type. Yeah, kind of roll, and then like, like as a blow. yeah, <laughs> and as the game went on, uh, and, and like the Packers didn't really pull away until the fourth quarter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, as the game went on, he just couldn't get it out of his own way. Uh, he took some big hits. Um, he, he's obviously he's battling a high ankle uh, spray now, and Eli Manning's gonna start on Monday Night Football, baby. Although yeah. this all seems fake and uh, like planted by uh Big Manning. Archie. Yeah, Big Manning. It goes, it goes deeper than Archie and Cooper.
1: Oh, and Archie has one of the worst records on Monday Night Football ever. It was like
0: 0-9. I don't. That was impressive that you pulled that out of your head. They showed on Monday Night because of Kirk. Oh, I just assumed it was a stat you kept in your the, head. The
1: other one was Joe Namath. A New York connection, Rob. This is all
0: coming together. Okay, I think we need, we're in too deep, and Let's Roger, Roger Goodell is going to give us a call.
1: <laughs> He's knocking on the door.
0: But yeah, um,. Daniel, Daniel Jones has just been a turnover machine this year. Um, yeah. we, we've talked about it. I like. I think he can be a Ryan Tannehill level quarterback, but they, you mean a top ten quarterback. Yeah, apparently. But they they need to surround him with weapons. They need to build yeah. the offensive line. They need to get the right coaching staff in there, and the right offensive coordinator, and the right GM. Um, I mean, everyone says Ron Rivera is going to be their head coach, so
1: you know they've gotten decent contribute. <laughs> Contribute. <laughs> I wasn't even close. Contributions from rookies this year, though.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I'm going to talk about another guy in a bit, but yeah. Like I mean, we, we've talked about Darius Slayton, Slayzone, the Slayzone on this zone. Sh- on this yeah. show before. We we've we've talked about Dexter Lawrence. J- just like not only on offense, they're they're getting contributions mm-hmm. everywhere. Like it, it's not been a bad rookie class or anything for them. Baker's been up and down, but no, I, for sure, I agree. Um, but yeah, it's it's all going to start with figuring out if they're keeping Gettleman as the GM, which I don't think they should, and then hiring the correct staff and developing Daniel Jones, getting that offensive line fixed.
1: Yeah. Finding finding that head coach is going to be big.
0: Uh, like Ron Rivera seems like a pretty good option. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, you've got, I mean, there's the OC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the, but the first thing you're asking him when you interview him is who do you plan on bringing in as your offensive coordinator? Because if it's uh Norv and his son, like I'm not so interested now. No. What if it's Mike Shula? That, I was just thinking that that's so funny. Uh, okay, next up, Duck Hodges of the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, threw for two twelve and a score, although picking a fumble, but beat the Browns <laughs> and uh, is, like, blatantly better than Mason
1: Rudolph. Uh, 100% correct. I said to you today, Zach Gentry might be the second best quarterback on the active roster right now, Rob. Um, I think that's probably true. They they found themselves a decade long backup quarterback if they want it. In Doc, I think so.
0: Oh, I wasn't sure if you were talking about Gentry or not. <laughs> he's big. He's fast. But yeah, no, Doc is like uh, he's like David blouse the poor man's version of Doc. Retweet. Um, he he's he's fun as hell. He's aggressive. Which is kind of what they were lacking with Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph was like terrified. Like not only did yeah. Mason Rudolph not good at quarterback, he didn't like attempt to push the, the ball downfield or throw Which, into t- throw tight window throws. Where... I don't get because like that's like
1: pushing the ball downfield is like all he did at OK State. But but it was he a doesn't have a, he doesn't
0: have a good arm at all though. He, like he's a he weak doesn't. arm. He does. That's where people got tricked with Mason Rudolph. It was it was the system made you made people believe he was like a big, Armour. strong. Pocket yeah. pass where he pushed the ball downfield, but in reality, it was a lot of the system. James Washington running free, and like if you watch like the velocity on his throws, you knew he didn't have a big arm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I agreed. But with Doc, he 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 fits <laughs> that, that uh, mold I was talking about earlier, where it's high mm-hmm. IQ, um, doesn't make too many mistakes, can can kind of create uh, when the play breaks down because he got some mobility to him. Yep, and, and he's a a decent a- accuracy wise. Considering he's undrafted rookie. Yeah, correct. Um, Did you have a comp
1: for Hodges? Coming out? Yeah. Buy me some time and I'll check. I don't know. I will. I mean, obviously, he was a legend at Sanford. Like, one of the... He won the... What, what do they call it? Walter Payton? Yes. Right? Yeah. He won the Walter Payton, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know, but... Very prolific. You, su- you sounded
0: very certain when you asked.
1: <laughs> I shouldn't be. And, like, I, I think that maybe that's another mold. A guy that... Put up numbers, or at least threw the ball a lot and looked good doing so at a smaller Uh, school. Also,
0: another thing that kind of fits this mold we're we're riffing about here is leadership qualities. Not to say, like, Duck Hodges is well-liked by teammates, clearly. Aaron Murray was my pro comp. I love that. Thanks. And you know how I felt about Aaron Murray 10 years ago. He checks all those boxes you just mentioned. (laughs) He does. Just entered the league at the wrong time, baby. See, and
1: I'm stupid. Our big debate going way back. I like Zach Maddenberger. And he was, I I fell for the big arm and the the size.
0: But not you, Rob. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But, yeah, Doc, like, I mean, him and James Washington hunt together. He's better friends with James Washington than Miss Rudolph is. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it does make sense. But it doesn't make sense. Okay, next quarterback. uh, Dwayne Haskins. Obviously, Washington was able to hold off the Panthers because Kyle Allen just doesn't know what's going on <laughs> late in a game. Um, Haskins is, threw for 147 yards. Nothing spectacular from him. It was mainly them just ground and pound with uh, Darius Geisner. What a Peterson. game. I'm so happy Darius Geisner looked good. Um, He's an NBA rookie. So. It's true. Yeah, ha- Haskins, like, I wasn't very impressed. Again, there was. One throw where he navigated the pocket at a high level, and, and uh, I think it was he found Terry McLaurin for a first down, and it was kind of like the one throw to me that stood out. But again, similar to Daniel Jones, but even more so because Daniel Jones has a much higher floor, uh, mm-hmm. right now at least. Um, they need to surround him with help and get this new staff is going to be so key to developing Haskins.
1: This year's basically a wash for, for
0: Dwayne Haskins, but I think you'd like to see a little more, right? Of course Because like Other than Really Other than that one Remember the one big throw From like three weeks ago That was called back
1: Yeah To, to McLaurin yeah. yeah
0: Other than that There's nothing that's really Stood out in my mind This season
1: No Not at all I agree with you So yeah. I mean again The situation is
0: just a shit show But But still You'd like to see the flashes At least once a game Hey Back to back dubs That's true He's a winner He's a winner uh, Okay Gardner Minshew Obviously came in against The Bucks in relief Of Nick Foles and then they and shoot the starter for the rest of the season, which I think is the correct move, and I'm Agreed. Uh, a little bit surprised they did it just because they feel like a stubborn team. I am I'm too, but I respect the move. Me too. Uh, threw for 147 in a touchdown with a pick against the Bucs. Um, I mean, I guess you're finding out for the rest of the season, is, is this guy really the future? Do we need to be drafting it's a smart. quarterback? It's smart. Um, it's smart. They're stuck with Nick Foles anyway for at least one more year. Yeah. So... At minimum, these are your quarterbacks going next year. I think, personally, I would want to be firing Caldwell and Doug Marrone. Agreed. Um, maybe even Tom Coughlin. Um, Agreed. So, I think, again, with a lot of these guys, it's about getting in. That's why I hate the idea. I mean, it's different because Minshew wasn't a first-round pick or anything. But I hate the idea of giving your GM and head coach so many chances that now they're drafting this this rookie quarterback throwing him into a horrible situation. They're both gone by his second year and it kind of stunts the development of him. Um, unless they get lucky and hire a Sean McVay, like what happened obviously with the Rams and Jared Goff. I, I I clean house in Jacksonville. I would too. I would too, for sure. I said that after last year. And there's a lot of, there's a lot less pressure for them. Um, in terms of Minshew being a hit or not, because obviously he's a six round pick. No one expected. At minimum with Minshew, they have their backup forever. Absolutely. At the
1: at the very least. Or like a back-end starter, right?
0: Yes. So, but I mean, the, the mess with Nick Foles is disastrous. But, I mean, if they're going to go full clean house or rebuild, they can get out in a year anyway. Yeah. That it it, it makes it less bad that they're not a compete-now team.
1: No, no. But I mean, uh, they were supposed to be. Not this year, but y- you know what I mean. Yes. In theory, they were supposed to be. And I think that a reason to get rid of Tom Coughlin is like, Part of Tom Coughlin's thing is like discipline, and this team has been
0: so any, undisciplined. Anything but, yeah. That's why I'm surprised that he has cut Doug Marone. Yeah, I think they're I think they should clean house, top to bottom. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, Minshew came in, and sparked them a bit. I'm glad they named him the starter. Was yeah. a kind of a bad situation to just throw him in? So hard to evaluate him against the Bucks in this, but um, but we've seen enough of Minshew that we know that he's capable. Yes uh and then Kyler Murray had I think what I would say is his worst game of the year you know loss to the Rams threw for for 163 a pick ran for a touchdown he came in as questionable for the game I believe with the ankle Mm -hmm. injury um obviously six sacks on him too yeah like it was just kind of they were just dominated from start to finish yeah uh I appreciate people after or after the game he was asked if uh, the injury had anything to do with his poor play and he just owned it and, and was like, no, it's just that was me playing poorly. Basically mm-hmm. put nothing on the injury, so I think that was obviously positive. Again, with Kyler Murray, we've seen enough to know he's yeah. got all the talent in the world. Like, I'm not worried about this one game when I've seen Isn't... a handful this year. And yeah. they've, they've got this thing churning in the right direction with Cliff. They just need to build an offensive line, get more weapons around him. Easier said than done. Yeah. But uh, I'm re- they're they're one team that's going to be I think the most interesting to see what they do with their top ten pick. Yeah, uh, agreed.
1: And like this was just a rookie performance, and like the team got seemed rolled top
0: to bottom. It's not like you put this one on Kyler Murray, really, right? Yeah, no, totally agree. <laughs> and then finally, uh, yeah. the I think the most exciting of the rookie quarterbacks, uh, Drew Locke. Now yeah. the the numbers aren't great or anything. through for hundred thirty four two scores through a pick, just four point eight per attempt. But, but he was a lot more electric than those numbers. Agreed. State. He yeah. he gave them something at quarterback they haven't had this year—an aggressive uh, passer who was able to make plays outside the pocket. Yeah, um, that's
1: I, that was like the most impressive thing to me in this performance. With Drew Locke was how often he got out of the pocket and how effectively he he threw from there. Yes,
0: he was like I I, I loved seeing him like manipulating his arm angle and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. To make throws on the move and outside the pocket. Um, and poised performance from him, too. Uh, uh, yes. And obviously, he led them to a game-winning field goal, which made it even more exciting. He he just instantly, like, I, I went into the game being excited that he was playing because it's, mm-hmm. like, it gives us a real reason to watch uh, the Broncos. And, and then getting that type of performance, because right off the bat, he was getting into it. Yep, and he th- he threw that deep touchdown to Cortland Sutton that was really impressive. A catch, yeah. Um, and, and it was just it for the first time this year I was excited watching the Broncos' offense.
1: Hundred percent agree.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I I'm really glad they because uh, a couple of weeks ago it sounded like they didn't want to be playing him as a rookie. I'm yeah. I'm I'm very glad they uh, changed their mind there because I'm I mean it wasn't again it wasn't some like dominant performance but it was such a pleasant game to see him play. And uh, if they don't, like, if they, if they find out the rest of the season that this is the guy they want to develop and and, and build around, that Chief. changes, totally changes what they could be doing with their top ten pick. Obviously, there's speculation that they would go quarterback again this year, potentially. Yep. But now you're seeing Locke. I think they're all invested in Locke, and that's why he's playing.
1: I, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad he is, and I'm glad he
0: looked good. I just want to see more of him. Yes. Okay. That's enough of that. Uh, on to our Rookies of the Week. Uh, I think it was a hard week to pick. a. Like I don't think there was a clear offensive Rookie of the Week. Slim pickings on offense. Yeah. D- defense. Lots there of There were lots of, like, bo- both were hard to necessarily pick for different reasons. Yeah. Not a lot going on with the offense. Tons of playmakers on defense. Yes. Who did you end up going with for offensive rookie? Not a guy I feel great
1: about, and it wasn't a loss to the Miami Dolphins. I, I picked Miles Sanders. Okay. I felt like solid game, like uh, seventeen carries, eighty three yards. Uh, that often just not much of a spark. I'm kind of glad. That, I think this would be his worst carries of the year. I, sure I was going to say that.
0: it was kind of the first time it felt like he was given that the keys Featured. keys to the back, like truly given the keys to the backfield. Yeah, plus five catches only for twenty two yards, but he had a score there. I want them to just kind of figure him out as a pass catcher a little more because I think that's yeah. where his most upside is.
1: Agreed, and I mean. I mean Carson Wentz kind of been bad throwing under running backs this year, but when they've 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 used him downfield a little bit this year, and he's looking good doing so. I just want to see more of an expanded role, and I think they're starting to go that way.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, uh, again, bad week for it. So, I mean, statistically, he might have been one of the best, yeah, if not the best. I want with Drew Lock for it. I think like that's a – I knew we were going
1: to talk about him. I think that's a good choice. Though.
0: Yeah. So w- when I was looking at it, I I, I was like, not. Like, nobody had that 100-yard game. Like, Debo Samuel had a nice touchdown. Devin Singletary had a pretty solid game. 100 total yards for Singletary. Yeah. yeah, like, those were kind of the other two guys I was looking at. I mean, mm-hmm. like, Josh Jacobs was, uh, like, the only guy on the Raiders who could do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, But then I was just like, it's got to be Locke. He sparked that offense completely, led them to a comeback win. It, yep. it was, again, his game was more impressive than the story the numbers tell. Um and, and then he also, I, I had to put some respect on his name because the game-winning drive was built upon him doing the old Joe Flacco is an off-target deep ball to draw the <laughs> defensive pass interference. Like, Joe taught him it's that. True. True. That's the Joe special. Day one of camp, I'm pretty sure that's what they're working on. 100%. Joe, Joe quickly realized Locke's got an arm, eh? Let me teach him the old trick. Remember when Joe had an arm? <laughs> Joe still has an arm. He Kinda. just doesn't uh, doesn't use he doesn't it. Use it. Yeah, I Actually, I don't, uh, no one's sure if he has an arm because he doesn't use it. Exactly.
1: I'm I miss old Joe. I love Joe F- Delaware, Joe Flacco, like rookie Joe Flacco.
0: Anyways, that's not remnants. The Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco, QB draft. <sighs> I loved both of them. So. This, I mean, you're right about one. I mean, it's not like Flacco oh, was a bust. So Flacco was a hit. Yeah, to- yeah. totally Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. Okay, defensive rookie of the week. Where
1: obviously it was a lot harder to decide. Yes, much harder. Uh. Couple names you could throw down.
0: I uh, my, my my number one pick, Ed Oliver. Okay, I, I was could... really interested because I'm, I'm going to throw the couple guys I was who I assume you were contemplating around too. Ed mm-hmm. Oliver, Devin White. Yes, he he, he was my second choice. Uh, I thought Taylor Rapp was yes. fully put himself in there. Juan Thornhill's another name yes. that I thought had a really impressive week. Uh, I I went with Devin White personally, but uh, Ed Oliver, t- t- tell us about. Him. Bay Ed.
1: <laughs> See, I, I put him here because he deserved it. He's been quiet all year, kind of. Showed up at Thanksgiving. God, that second helping of sacks, baby. Yeah, I think uh.
0: pe- people were over the top criticizing with Ed yeah. just because it wasn't showing up week to week in the stat box. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game, he, he, he really unleashed Dude. his abilities as a pass rusher, had the strip sack, picked up another sack. Uh, yeah, one one was like just him not giving up on the play. Working to the
1: outside, getting to Dak. That was the strip sack, yeah, right? Yeah. And then the other one was just him dominating. Who was it? Who's playing right guard right now for them? Zach Martin. Was it Zach Martin or maybe left? Yeah, guard? It, I don't it know. was left guard. It was Sue It was. I thought it was Xavier. Yeah, that's right. I was like, because Connor Williams tore his ACL earlier in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, sucks. Anyways, yeah, dominating Xavier Suefilo. By the way, big miss for me. I liked him a lot, and a couple of good run
0: stuffs from him too. You didn't have to admit that.
1: I know, but i know, look, I'm a humble person. <laughs>
0: okay. But yeah, but big run stop too. Um this was like I think the full Ed Oliver coming out party. Yes, I agreed. And like uh both runs I one was kinda of just there and he
1: like made a one arm tackle. The other one uh showed off the athleticism a little bit working down the line. And uh I think we're starting to see the real Ed Oliver.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see that defense against uh Lamar Jackson, the yeah. Ravens offense this week. There's a lot of a lot of fun matchups this week. Yeah, there is. I let me tell you, little. Uh, this is called a tease. I picked eight, uh, eight dogs. Ooh, that's a big tease. I know. Uh, okay, for me, I went with Devin White for defensive mm-hmm. rookie of the week. Uh, seven tackles, two pass breakups, a pick, return a football for a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I threw. I throw on this game. The Bucks like kind of just dominated them Jags pretty quickly. Yeah. And, 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 like after the first three drives, they just kind of took over. Um, White was. I thought very impressive in coverage. The pick was a bit of a gimme, yep. but uh, looked good in coverage. Like on top of that as well, It was just all over the field. He brings so much energy to their defense. Yeah. Um, involved in so many plays. Uh, I just, I think the exact guy they drafted. It was a little early for my liking. Uh, just in, mm-hmm. like I just, it's hard to in my mind to justify taking an off ball linebacker that early. Yeah, um, but. He's giving them exactly what they wanted and needed and I think he's over the last couple of weeks he's since he come back from the, came back from the injury like two games into that coming back from that he's taking his game up a notch and I think he, he would be if the season ended today in the top five defense for defensive rookie of the year
1: has like yeah, has any rookie been better than him over the last three weeks?
0: Really putting me on the spot here. Uh, I know, AJ, but I. Like, you, don't need to, oh, you don't need to answer. Just Nick just... Bosa. It's close though. It's an argument. Like I which think is... Devin White over the last three weeks has been significantly better than Devin Bush.
1: Uh, yeah, agreed. But the, the point to be made is uh what a not a turnaround,
0: but what an ascension for Devin White turning it on the last couple weeks. Yes. And stuffing the stat box. The Bucks and... are a really weird, interesting team because like they're fun to watch. But they're not good, but they're not bad. They're not some horrible yeah. team or anything. Um, it's J- like Jameis is always going to be fun because he's going to flash all yeah. that upside and then throw three picks or whatever, and the receivers are unstoppable. And, like, this game was super weird, too, because they barely used Evans and Goblin, and it was a lot of O.J. Howard for once. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just really enjoy it. Like, for a a losing team, the Bucks are enjoyable. And Devin White has made them even more enjoyable. Agreed. Okay. Uh, On to worst rookie of the week. Who's your worst rookie of the week, AJ? Uh, Going back to Thanksgiving. Uh Uh-oh. Sorry, to uh,
1: Caleb McGarry, who just got beat like a drum. Yes, yes, Um, yes. Cam Jordan had four sacks. Yes. I felt bad. Marcus Davenport had two sacks. Not all on him. But
0: The line as a whole gave up nine sacks. Yeah. Trey Hendrickson got involved, our boy. McGarry was the clear... Worst Week's of them point. Yeah Like nobody played well But he, he Like Cam Jordan Was just moving him The second half Yeah Because uh, Cam, Cam Jordan Plays both sides Obviously Like they move him around They mm-hmm. uh, he, he, um, he He'll um, he play Like standing up Four point stance Everything But then that second half I think they quickly found just out Like Caleb him. McGarry Just couldn't handle him So he just like Kept He, he I swear he was A lot of two point stance And just yeah. getting after McGarry Yeah uh, yeah. He just, t- to be honest, he shouldn't be on the field. It was, like, because just thinking about how we felt about him um, coming out of Washington, we both thought, first of all, not a first-round talent. Not a first-round pick, Like, yeah. late day two, early day three for me, at least. Um, uh, yeah, and a guy that, need, like, like there was some potential there, but he needed time. Yes, like, a- athletic upside, big size, um, but kind of a technical mess who, who needed a lot of development. And he was immediately thrown into the fire, and it hasn't worked out. Like, he's also the correct answer for not ready to play this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. So uh, I put
1: him there, too, but it's a, just a double
0: stuff and of, of here. Uh, I also put Daniel Jones here just because it was... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, he was your best rookie because he improved his fumbling.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, but, yeah. Uh, anybody else for worst rookie? No, I don't like being mean. I know. Primetime star.
1: Uh, kind of a weird week. If you don't include the... No, I
0: I did, because I just wanted to get this guy in.
1: Okay, cool. I didn't, and my pick is meh. But I went <laughs> with DK Metcalf on Monday night. Fumbled again, which I wanted to bring up. A, a little concerning? Strange.
0: Yeah, so I don't that's know. three major fumbles now.
1: One was just a complete blunder in the Ravens game. Like, what the fuck happened there? One was a great play by... by uh, What was it? Tart, I believe? I yeah, remember. yeah, it was Tart. In the Niners game. This one was just, like, a a plain old fumble. But, anyways, (laughs) outside of that, good game. Uh, Lots of, of, like, beating guys off the line. Yeah, Uh, that
0: that, that slant I tweeted
1: out, follow me, Rob Paul, NFL. (laughs) I didn't know you tweeted it, but I was going to reference that slant. So, the one you tweeted, Rob, that was impressive. I thought, like, like, are we ready to say he's been the best rookie wide receiver?
0: Uh, no.
1: Okay.
0: What? Like, I'm not saying he, like... Someone he seems that's like better, or... but I'm not. I'm not ready to say he's like definitively.
1: No, no, no I didn't say definitively. Oh, There's no I, I like it's
0: the, him, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin, yeah. Would you put anybody else in that conversation? Not really. No, Hollywood's I, like, next. I think, I think those three in particular just stood out. Then
1: it's what Hollywood, AJ Brown, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, actually, I'd throw AJ Brown in there for.
1: I don't know. I don't. I, I think he's he's not quite. Maybe he's really? close. He,
0: AJ Brown's had gained like basically the same season that DK Metcalf's had.
1: A little more consistent from DK, though.
0: Not really. AJ Brown's not fumbling every other game. No, I
1: mean consistently showing up. Not, I
0: mean, like, AJ Brown, it's... I'm not knocking AJ Brown. I said he's, Uh, like, the next guy. I feel like you're uh, letting your your pre-draft thoughts uh, cloud your judgment Uh, here and your CRS bias take over. Like, AJ Brown is over 600 yards. That's correct. Yeah, like...
1: He's been good. I'm not saying he's not good. I
0: I just think he's in that conversation, too. Fair enough. Um, for me, you put? I, yeah, I put Ed Oliver here just because I, 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 my my choice for uh, rookie of the week was between for for me it was Devin White and Ed Oliver just like mm-hmm. for you, and I figured I put Devin White and then I can stick at Oliver here because I'm a hack. <laughs> and it wasn't a true prime time game, but hey, no, but it's
1: not until like
0: seven o'clock.
1: Yeah, so is 730? that, is that
0: prim- see? I guess it depends on your definition of when prime time truly is. Eight o'clock to eleven o'clock. Oh, that was that's very solid in your mind. I
1: mean, seven o'clock. You got the wheel on. You got Jeopardy. Dude, uh, wait, wait,
0: wait. On the West Coast, do they call like
1: five o'clock prime time? I guess not. There is there no prime time games. Thank, yeah, thank it,
0: God we don't live on the West it, Coast. It would be so strange. What do you do when it's like eight p.m. and Sunday night football is over? I don't know, but they seem to like it out there. Well, I think it's nice that um, you you wake up and it's on. 10 o'clock is too early like, for you. You don't, like ha- to you don't have in. to wait for it. And then, uh, I, I guess, in theory, if I had a family, like, I could do things on Sunday nights. Yeah. Like, is, yes. that, but, is that why they like it? But the kids go to bed I'm, soon. I mean, I mean, it would be nice to not have to, like, but I stay up, like, I'm going to stay up till midnight anyway, I guess. Yeah, exactly.
1: But then the kids are in okay. bed. Okay, I for mean. the old people, it makes sense. Like, West okay. Coast for
0: the olds... Okay, I guess, then. okay, no, 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 hear me out, hear me out. Saturdays, yep. y- you can go out, and you can watch oh. college football all day and go out and, like, that's not miss point. anything. I think that's the big advantage for the, us youngins. I'm glad I spent my Ed Oliver primetime talk to talk about time zones. Yeah, time's up. Let's move on. Uh, we already talked about Big Ed, but, yeah, he, uh, I mean, ask any Bills fan that there... people who hadn't been watching the games were acting like he was a bust. Uh, people who had been were... Rightfully saying he isn't, and then mm-hmm. it all came together for him in this game. I'm ready to see him against Lamar Jackson.
1: Okay, underwhelming performance. I uh, I did an old combo here, Rob, uh, because I didn't have one that really stood out to me. I'm going to combo Miko Hartman only having one catch for nine yards against the Raiders. Not like he needed to have a monster game in that game because they just blew the fucking doors off. But he's quieted yeah. down the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Had a solid return, like 32 yards or something like that. Um, but yeah, a little quiet. I want to see him step up again. And uh, along the same tracks, Hollywood Brown. But again, the game, the game plan just didn't really
0: involve him. Like, I think part of it is we were we spoiled by the,
1: the way he, the both res- of them started. Well,
0: that and yeah. there was the, the other receivers we were just talking about being so mm. impressive for rookie receivers, which the positions normally, yeah, it, it's cool. not an immediate translation type, posi- type of position. Yeah. Uh, So seeing so many guys immediately make a big impact kind of spoiled us that like we're waiting, we want to be seeing more from some of the other other guys, and I'm going to talk about a couple more still even. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's part of it. But and and then like you said, with me Cole Hardman and Hollywood Brown, they both like kind of got off to not not like. Huge. Well, I mean, Hollywood had Hollywood some did. big games, but like Nicole Harmon, not not necessarily big games, but big play, uh, like a big play big uh, game. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I, I think that kind of uh, increased what we were expecting out of them.
1: Yeah, I'm not knocking either one because no. again, like it's just the the way the Ravens play the game is a lot of tight ends and obviously a lot of around the football. Like Lamar only had what like 109 yards passing. So yeah, uh, for- and Hollywood had like one yard. So.
0: For, for me, I I went with a different receiver here, Deontay Johnson for the Steelers. Okay, uh, just 14 yards against the Browns. Um, yeah. had a drop, was just inconsistent. Uh, how how do you feel about his season as a whole? There's been flashes where I think he's he's been like promising, especially considering yeah. what some people thought about him when they took him. Yeah, and you were one of his bigger fans. Yeah, because he fits the mold of what Pittsburgh's like uh, with the receivers they drafted and developed in the past. Yeah. Um. But just underwhelming in terms of, with Juju out, with uh, James Conner out, um, just needing somebody to step up, and James Washington mm-hmm. definitely did for them. Obviously, he had that huge touchdown catch from Duck, but yeah. uh, just a little bit underwhelming. I didn't think he played that well. He hasn't played. He he had a he had a stretch of games where he was starting to really come on. In the last couple of weeks, Heat it's kind of yeah. it's kind of cooled down. So I, I would just I figured same thing. Uh, and then I also put Noah Fant here. Okay. Uh-
1: I figured we had to talk about Noah offense somewhere.
0: Yeah, he didn't play very well.
1: No, and he hasn't been playing very well? Yeah,
0: he, he dropped a touchdown from Drew Locke. Um, he just, mm-hmm. he struggled with drops. He's had some big plays uh, this season where it's like obviously promising. Like he had that yep. big, I think
1: two different big yak touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, the one like three catch for 115 yards in the game or something. Yeah,
0: so there's, and again, tight, tight end even more so than receiver is a position that doesn't, immediately translate, especially when you consider the type of tight end weapon he is, and just, obviously, the inconsistencies with their offense as a whole, and whatnot. Um, So, like, I'm not worried or anything, but they just, they really need him to step up, uh, because opposite Cortland Sutton, they're not getting much from anybody. No. No. Um,
1: Like, the drops are worrying, but other... At least he's putting himself in position to get passes. Yeah. I
0: don't know. To be positive. But it's... uh, He's having an Eric Ebron type of start to his career. hmm. hmm. He needs to get to another team. And then score 16 touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who's looking like a hit for you? Okay. First
1: off, I got to pat myself on the back for having Taylor Rapp here last week before the big Taylor Rapp game, baby. So it's a double hit, right? It's a double hit. And I just want What a game for Taylor Rapp. <laughs> what, he, had, he had the pick six. He dropped another INT. Had another one called back. So yeah. it could have been a three interception game. It's true. Couple tackles. Couple PBUs. What a game. More safeties, baby. Sick. You already mentioned this guy. Juan Thornhill. I think a hit for both of us. Yeah. Pick six against the Raiders. Three tackles. Good game. And I'll go with a, a like a more subtle performance. Ben good for the Saints. Chauncey Gardner Johnson.
0: Yeah, he, he he's the number one guy I put here for myself. Me too. Um, I'm glad.
1: One interception and well played ball, like kind of just undercut the route. Nice catch. He's looked really he's good. Yeah, like like quietly impressive. And
0: and I didn't think he was getting much talk mm-hmm. uh outside of like the the draft the draft draft Twitter liked him a lot. Yes. And, and we were all surprised when he fell to the fourth round. So I was sort of like that. But then like D- Dame Brugler put out uh his all third third of the way rookie team and uh Chauncey Gardner Johnson was his second uh team D B. Fair enough. So, like, he, enough. Uh, he, from big media, started to, like, talk about him. Obviously, Dan Bruegler is a draft uh, analyst, so it's, like, yeah. not not necessarily, like, the big, big media. Like, big, just, I don't know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> Dane's big media to me. Retweet. Um taking myself into a hole.
1: If I were the Saints, uh, I don't think Chauncey would leave the field.
0: No, no. He looks like the, like, I think he's such a perfect nickel for them. Yeah. Anywhere. Like, he's very versatile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that also helps, too. Yep. Um, I put him and I also put just another nickel uh, Julian Love for the Giants he was their okay. best he was the best player for them against the Packers I'm glad he's another guy that slipped a bit too yes and he was just he, he was making a lot of plays against the run uh, he had seven tackles but he, he just kept it felt to me watching them uh, the, the the defense didn't have a great game but um, again, a lot of the points came in the fourth quarter. Um, mm-hmm. And he, to me, was just the guy who just kept making plays on defense and kept standing out. When they've got all, all these guys who've been, they spent first-round picks on them. And, like, obviously Leonard Williams a first-round pick too. Like, there's lots of first-round picks on yeah. that defense, and none yeah. of them are really standing out. The two guys who I kept catching my eye were Julian Love and Grant Haley. I love both of those guys. Uh, uh, Also, no offense, Antoine Bethea should retire. He oh. was just getting torched by Alan Lazard. Yeah, what a game from, Lazard. Yeah, Iowa State. Uh,
1: okay, who's looking like a miss? I'm sticking with the Giants defense. And this is more of a culminative over the season. I just couldn't think of anyone this week. Dexter Lawrence has been a lot better than I anticipated him to be. I think we talked about this
0: uh, a couple for, second, for a second, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, I was super high on Dexter and he sucks. <laughs> no, it's the other, on it's the other way. It's the other way. Yeah, I was lower than
1: lots of people, for sure, the average. Um, three tackles against the Packers. Not, not, not a terrific person. But, yeah, sure you're right.
0: Like, it's a season. That you're yeah,
1: doing. he's been consistently pushing the pocket all year. And I was like, you're going to draft a nose tackle dude in the first round when, like, Jeffrey Simmons went after him or whatever. Like, I'm yeah. like, uh, come on. You know what I mean? But, no, he's been, he's been solid. I mean, everything you can ask for out of a nose tackle. Yes. Uh, I put Jerry Tillery here. Okay, he's my needs to step it up. So... <laughs>
0: Because okay, he we've we've talked about it before. He's not given a ton of consistent opportunities, but when he is, he's not doing much. And I think obviously that's part of the reason he's not given more opportunities. Yeah, and like he's a guy I was so extremely high on. Well, me too. Um, where it's like I I didn't think he'd come in and be a world beater, but like I thought he could come in and make some flash plays. Where Early but he too. he he's done nothing, and he's playing like between I I, did, I looked it was like thirty
1: to fifty percent of the snaps. So he's not. Like, it's, it's enough game, to no. be
0: making plays. Exactly.
1: And, like, okay, so he's, he's my niece to step it up. I'm not ready to call him a miss. Um, well, it's,
0: it's, oh, uh, I know, it's I know. It's hard. I, like I, You just have to. It's no, no, yeah, it's content. I'm just trying to sell this podcast. <laughs> he, it's only 12 tackles in the second half on the year. Yeah.
1: And it's not like he, he he's played in every game. He's played decent chunk of snaps. I think he's better than his stats, but it's, like, time for him to really, 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 really start showing up. Yes. Bigger and more consistently. Uh, my needs to step it up is J.J. Arcega, Whiteside. <laughs> that was mine
0: a couple weeks ago. I mean, he had a touchdown. Yes, he did, but my main he's... takeaway was when I tweeted that DK Metcalf slant route. Yeah. I don't know why so many Eagles fans started tweeting at me or quote-tweeting me and saying, this is the guy we should have taken. Yeah. But they were not happy, um, oh. and, and just when he's been on the field, he struggled with route running. Uh, there's, I mean, I think two weeks ago he he ran um, a, uh, a like a middle of the field hook, and Carson once threw an interception, and like to the to, to to the naked eye, like it looked like it was a bad throw by Carson once, but it was because Ortega Arth- Whiteside started hopping his route. And, and like, just wasn't in the right place, and it was completely on him and not on once, and yeah. just little things like that. He he isn't nuanced, and we knew that about him. Like he wasn't some great red runner. What we knew about him was size, jump ball ability, red zone yeah. threat. Um, just could be a big red zone playmaker potentially, but he just has really struggled to create separation and run routes. Um, like, did the NFL just like?
1: miss, or, like, do they just overthink D.K. Metcalf? I, I, I
0: don't know. I, like, like, I don't the, understand.
1: Like, like, Andy Isabella went before him. Speed,
0: but, like, really... Like, I mean, it's, it's hard for, fans. like, because we were both so high on him. He was your receiver. Wide receiver one. He was your receiver yeah. one. He was my receiver one. We are just so, both so blatantly high on him that, like, like I, I feel pa- like pa- I can't understand it.
1: Like, Paris Campbell went over him, like... that's
0: JJ and
1: like for me I I was too high on JJ I'll, I'll admit that uh Meikle went above him like at least, like these guys you see bits with but like like Adrian Brown one over I'm not going to bitch about that one but like the other ones uh, uh it feels weird to pass on DK Metcalf at right least with Hardman,
0: Harmony fits the mold of like the Hollywood Brown yeah, type and the, the Tyreek Hill stuff was going around too Yeah I mean, and, and, and but but gonna, like yeah. the pa- pa- Paris Campbell's a weird one and JJ and is a one. really weird one, too, because it's like, in theory, not like they're not the same player whatsoever, but in theory, nope. a big body receiver. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'll never understand it.
1: And like with the cards,
0: uh, I don't know. Maybe they, like they, they took but- some people
1: were really high on Isabella, though. I was. I was high on him, too. And I mean, maybe they thought like Butler in the
0: fourth would like just
1: be DK. For I mean, them. I don't know. In
0: hindsight, so like the receivers played out so different in the draft than how we had them ranked. Yes. And in like as that draft was taking place, I was like so baffled. Yeah. Um, about it. Re- receivers, my favorite offensive position to evaluate. And in that moment, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> I but, was just like, but but now I know I should be an NFL GM. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, okay, uh, who do you have for not ready to play? Uh, I said Caleb McGarry this week. That's true, I mean, yeah. uh, who else do you have? I've got Nikhil uh, Harry. All right, yeah, he was awful against the Texans. <laughs> yeah. He has not he been good. He can't he separate. Know. He ran a horrible slant that it was a bad throw from Brady, but uh, his horrible slant was part of the reason the pick was, pass was intercepted. Um, he just doesn't look ready to be on the field right now at all.
1: Hey, I like Harry. <laughs> I like JJ. I liked Andy. So maybe it's not for me either, but I like DK the most.
0: Yeah, so at the end of the day, you just flex that. I'm still smarter than the NFL, yeah. Correct. Uh, Okay, best day three rookie?
1: Speaking of being kind of smart, a tight end I liked went to uh, Andy. (laughs) It was terrible. But he's producing for the New York Giants. Where's Caden Smith coming from, Rob? Where's Caden Smith coming from?
0: Uh, You know what's funny? I was watching the Packers-Giants game, and I saw Caden Smith catch (laughs) catch a pass, and I was like, who the fuck is that tight end? Like He I, had, a, he had like, a good game last week, too. I didn't key in that it was him. I, yeah, because I remember last week he did because like, we were joking about it. But then, yeah, I just like... It, it, it. It's not in my head that he is on their team. No, because obviously it was a 49ers draft pick. Yes. And, and, uh... Yeah, no, he it was like, is that Kyle Boss? What's going on? I think <laughs> they found their next Kyle Boss. He, I mean, they
1: he looks like a good two second tight end after Evan Ingram. I mean, Kyle Boss was sick. Kyle Boss was really... I love Kyle Boss. Six catches, 70 yards in the snow against the Packers. The one on the side. he really likes a him
0: as, a, as like a safety net. Yeah,
1: they, they ran like a tight end screen to him too. Like, like, it's so weird. And then he's like good. It's it's really weird. I'm, I'm in he's, on it. Good blocking too. I'm in on it. I'm very in on it. I, it's just funny. I, I think it was wait like, before the combine, I was so lofty on Caden Smith. I'm going to pull it up and not admit how how high I was on him.
0: Okay, well, you pull it up. I'll talk about my day three guy. Go for it. Uh, Drew Tranquil. Yeah. Every week, he's just, like, all over for the Chargers at linebacker. He looks like a a potential long-term starting off-ball linebacker for them going forward, especially when you consider, like, Thomas Davis Mm -hmm. getting up there in age. Yep. Denzel Perriman's been battling injuries and inconsistent play. Like I think Drew Tranquil's kind of like the true off ball guy Kaiser White's um that like uh athletic hybrid type. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. and then and Wosu's like um pass rush hybrid. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're the two opposite types of hybrids. I like those three together. And and Tranquil was just making a lot of plays against the run, uh for the Chargers against the Like, Seven tackles, I think, y- in the game or Yeah. Something? And, uh, I love Drew Tranquil. Me too. Just he's high energy. He was one of my favorite players in the class last year. Me and, too. And, like, I thought, um, like, I, I I caught some flack for having him as a top 100 player, but I, I'm feeling pretty good about it right now.
1: Yeah, um, I think we're both super high on him. Like, I was also going to pull it up. I'm not going to admit where I had Kaden Smith. Okay. Um, <laughs> too much. But maybe I'm right. Yeah, like, Tranquil, <laughs> oh, let me pull it up. I do a late second round guy. Yeah, we were both incredibly high on him. Yeah, I had a late, late second round grade on him. Like, so I mean,
0: there we go. We're right, Rob. Again, what else is new? We're a leader uh, scouting. <laughs> yeah, I'm leave it at that. Uh, best undrafted rookie? It has to be David Blau. It has to be. It makes so much more sense. When I was doing this, I think I forgot that him and Duck Hodges were undrafted. Because now that we're here, those both seem like the like I, I would pick Duck. Duck Hodges is my choice, but that's not <laughs> who I wrote down. Would you rate that? Jesper Horsted for catching a touchdown against the Lions. All right. Um... It was a sick <laughs> touchdown grab, too. But, yeah, yeah no, was... my, my real choice is Duck Hodges. Totally forgot that he's undrafted because he's that I good. almost
1: forgot about Blau, so. Uh, rookie, who flashed. All right, the one I've been waiting for. I'm glad we haven't mentioned him yet. Darwin fucking Thompson. Okay, I've got him for something else. Out of nowhere? No.
0: <laughs> or start. Start. Yes, yes. Rob. I think they good should start him. He, he, agree. he came in because obviously running backs got banged up, and, yeah. and he just the game he's, is over. He's got much more juice than hundred percent than what they've had. Like Lashawn McCoy isn't Lashawn McCoy anymore. Damian Williams, I think, is a very nice number two running back for them. Yes, Darwin Thompson is everything they should want in a running back. I, I think they just bring him around slowly because he looked good in the preseason too, and then like he yeah. has barely played. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I think like I do think he is going especially next year. I think he'll he'll have such an uptick in usage. So it was, it was eleven carries for
1: forty four yards and a touchdown, but like powerful, like we you know he looked like Darwin Thompson at Utah State. Yeah. Like, you know, powerful for his size, uh, strong running, making guys miss, electric burst, and he didn't catch the ball, but like he can. So
0: yeah, no, he wow. uh, I, I I do think they should start him. I, or at no, least I increase would've... his role. No, fuck it. Okay. Um, I, I would have put him there too, uh but I put him at work. He flashed. Okay, so. you already mentioned one Thornhill and Tilly Rap. I put them down for here. Yeah. Uh but I I also put two Titans defenders. Jeffrey Simmons. He yep. he is a guy who if we had outplayed the box score, he would probably be in it pretty much every week. Yeah. Because he's affecting the game, but it doesn't show up necessarily in the stat box. Yes. He was he was giving Glowinsky somehow he, he got through Quentin Nelson at one point. Uh and, and just he, he was creating uh he was pushing the pocket and, and uh just clogging up the inside run for the Colts. Uh and, and his teammate Amani Hooker. Yeah it's, I'm glad we finally bring up Amani. It's been a it's been a really are we still elite at scouting nickels slash safeties? They they don't play him enough though. They don't. They don't. And I mean it's justified just because they have so much depth. Like the game like, production from
1: like Ty Smith. I don't. They, know. they have they have a lot of
0: depth and uh, they do they do. And we knew
1: that when they drafted Tucker.
0: Yes, but he yeah no he's looked good when on the field like um, I think he's gonna be their Pat Chung in the future uh, just uh, compared to compare to because Vrabel's obviously a Patriots guy. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh I uh, oh uh, Dan Crookshank blocked a field goal so. That's another hit for us. As a safety a slash DB, yes. But yeah, no. I, I swear it was it was a huge week for rookie quarterbacks and rookie safety slash nickels. It was absolutely. Uh, out of nowhere, Rook. Uh, so, no, are you, uh, uh, wow, an undrafted guy.
1: I was worried you are gonna have him for UDFA. He just made one massive play on Thanksgiving. Shy
0: tunnel, baby. Oh, yeah, he he stiff armed Matt Ryan to hell. He stiff arm
1: him to the ground. For God. <laughs>
0: At the interception, I mean... I can't believe you don't have uh, this guy, Travis Homer. Uh, I was thinking, but I had to get Shy Tuttle in. Just a special teams monster. Travis Homer had the fake punt, uh, direct snap for 29 yards, and recovered yep. the, fumble. Uh, the fumble. Travis on...
1: Homer's been good on special teams for Seattle. Hey, that's a hit for me. I'll take it. Seattle has... I, I, honestly, they're kind of weird. And I think one of their goals in this draft was to get better on special teams because they, they slipped in the last couple years.
0: Obviously, they drafted Dixon last year. Yeah, everyone's trying to like, hear your Seattle special team stakes. Shut
1: up. It's about rookies. Hugo Amadi's been great on special teams. Homer's been good. Cody Barnes has been really good. There you go. Rookie talk.
0: Uh, I will split Sean Murphy bunting here. Obviously, he's not an out-of-nowhere guy, but uh, to me, yeah. it was an out-of-nowhere performance. performance. He had his best game of yeah. the year by far for the Jags. Picked up a pass, broke up a couple more. He just looked so much more confident in coverage and uh, obviously a big, big... Nice sign that they're getting some flashes out of him, and obviously we've talked about Jamal sure Dean a whole yeah. lot.
1: We have to say his name.
0: Yes. Um, so it's it's nice that they're finally starting to get these high draft picks spent on DBs to pay off. Look,
1: they have to. They've picked so many guys. Okay,
0: my start the rookie was Darwin Thompson. Who do you have? All right, all right. Will Greer. Okay. I mean, Speaking I'm Al- not going to disagree because I think you're right.
1: Yeah, Allen, we know... We know isn't more than a backup. Ron's out, obviously. It's time to see what you have everywhere in the organization, okay? You're talking about keeping Marty Herney. He drafted Greer in the third round. Let's see Will Greer. Why not? Third round pick, man. Like, I know. I sh- no, I completely agree. I know you do, but like. Because I think Kyle Allen's
0: bad at football.
1: The sack was so fucking bad. Like, Kyle Allen. You're like you feel good about him as a backup. Like sure, you you figured one thing out, and you haven't had a good backup in like since Cam Newton showed up. But you drafted Greer. Let's see what he can do. I don't think it's be good, but let's see what he can do. Agreed. I don't know. It, it makes me upset, Rob. You no, know it doesn't make me upset, Rob. What? Betting with my buck, unless I lose. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years, actually honestly just bet against your team, it's it's a win-win. Whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. You know what, if you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot and who isn't that type of guy, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Um, so if you're going to bet the season, do the smart thing, and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Between the uh, the football, the NFL season winding down, the championship weekend in college football, the bowl season, uh, MLB Futures if you want. It's almost opening day, I think. Their offseason is so, so short. Uh, NBA and NHL is in full swing. College basketball is in full swing. It's it's a great time to get off the sideline and get on the game uh, with my buggy. Uh, if you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in on the game. <laughs> I didn't even know I was going to say that with mybucky.ag. And if you join right now, mybucky will double your first deposit. All you got to do is use promo code chair to activate the offer. That is promo code chair to double your moolah. Visit mybucky.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid, and it's time. To get paid and make our picks for week 14. Uh, we both went 8-8 eight and eight last week. I know that. Spoilers, Rob. I started 6-0, and o, though. And then I, it was all down. I shouldn't have
0: said that. Know. So take, use AJ's first six picks this week. Yes. i then I'm, don't I'm, use the rest.
1: I win on Thanksgiving every year. That's, that's my thing. That's Anyways. Nice. Speaking of Thanksgiving, it's a Thursday, but it's not. And the Cowboys are playing. And they're in Chicago. And Dallas is minus three. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Agreed. I don't want to, but I would feel worse taking the Bears. Uh, I think Jason Garrett's clearly on his last legs, and they this is a do or die type game. If they drop this game, like I think that seals the deal for him as the like. I don't know that I don't think Jerry would necessarily fire him in season, but like in Jerry's mind, he's done at the end of the year. Um, they he'll be ne- coached somewhere. Rob, true. They need they need to rebound. Mitch Trubisky sucks. Uh, I don't think Matt Nagy's been a very good coach. Uh, This is Cowboys do or die moment to kind of prove if they're going to win this division. Like, they should win this division. They're going to win it at 8-8, but they need this game.
1: Yeah, the Eagles don't want to win it either. Um, I like that the NFL didn't give them the mini bye week, and they just give them Thursday to Thursday. I respect that. Um, Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys too. I agree with you. The Eagles or the Cowboys got to show up eventually, right? Correct. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Two good football games. Baltimore's in Buffalo, which didn't look good to start the year, but now it looks like a really fun matchup, and the Ravens are minus 6.5.
0: Okay, I think the Ravens win this game. I'm taking the Bills to cover the spread. I respect that so much. I was so close to doing so. I- I'm not doing so, but I like your pick. I think that yep. the Buffalo Bills... hmm uh, Keep saying oh, okay Lamar at the time. Although the 49ers... Uh, uh, the 49ers couldn't contain Lamar on the ground, and that was the difference, but they did yeah. ho- hold them to 20 points, obviously, and cover the spread. Uh, I think the Bills have a similar type of defense. The Bills will be at home. Uh, Bills don't have the same pass rush upside, but they have more uh, ability... Uh, Stop the run? If they're, if they're just their secondary's been so good. Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano have been so good. Ed Oliver's starting to step it up. I think that they'll be able to... to not not contain Lamar, but stop it from being some sort of blowout. And then on the other side of the ball, Josh Allen's fun. Yeah. Like he's not great, but he's not bad. He's it's been the big, second he, best sophomore quarterback. He's so much better than what some people thought he was. Yeah, my Dante Culpepper Pro Comp starting to look really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I just think I think it's just gonna be a battle, and ultimately the Ravens pull it up with the Bills uh, cover.
1: I, I don't think the Bills' defense is better than the Niners, but it, it might be m- more well-built to stop the Ravens. Is that fair to say, or is that stupid?
0: I, I just think they're better coached. No offense to Robert Sala, yeah. I think Sha- Sean McDermott's one of the best defensive minds, and, and Leslie is one of the most underrated defensive coordinators in the NFL.
1: I think neither of them get enough credit. I know McDermott, like, it's all Sean McDermott. but No one I, I talks about be. Leslie Frazier,
0: though. It's true, yeah. And on the it's other true. side, Brian Dable has been one of the... I think the last week, one of the most impressive offensive coordinators for the Bills. It's almost
1: good for Buffalo that they they're, they're flying under the, like these coaches are flying under the radar because it would suck to lose one of them, right? Oh, definitely. Anyways, I am taking the Ravens to cover. Just, I just think it's gonna be a little too much for the Bills. But I think this is like a seven point game. I think they just squeak out the, the win. So yeah, see, that's what I think too. But just a little less
0: than seven. I respect it. Um, uh, Washington at Green Bay. The Packers are minus thirteen. I mean, I look silly now for you picked Washington last week, didn't you? I did, yeah. and, and I uh, I couldn't believe it. I was baffled. you were right, Kyle Allen sucks, but this is against Aaron Rodgers. Allen Lazard's mm-hmm. uncoverable. Uh, the the difference for me in this game is Dwayne Haskins has really struggled. The Packers can key in on that run. They have a talent talented secondary. Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage. How many, how many and, times is
1: Haskins going to get sacked this week?
0: Like, Z'Darrius Smith is going to go to town. Preston Smith's yeah. going to go to town. Uh, like, I just think it's gonna that's going to be enough. Like, they're not going to be able to put up points. Like, it's going to be like a 24-6 win for the Packers.
1: Like, I don't trust the Packers, but uh, I don't think Washington's going to be able to score. I, I agree with you. I'm taking the Packers. Especially um, honest points.
0: If, it, if it's snowing in Green Bay again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Broncos at Texans. Houston's minus 9.5. I'm going to take the Texans. Me too. I think... Drew Locke obviously was impressive last week, but the Texans' defense has been playing better football lately. Yes. Bradley Roby yeah. was impressive against New England. He was. Um, it's a Bradley Roby revenge game. Cole Anthony's out here taking, like, half-court threes. Respect. Oh, how he's dominating? Um <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, Br- Broncos' defense won't be able to slow down Deshaun Watson in this offense. Um, this is, like, to me, this is a game Texan, the Texans should cover the spread. They're coming off that big game against New England. Show the world that they are a true yeah. contender, with just blow the Broncos.
1: Fuck everything you're saying sounds like it's gonna be a letdown game now. If this was in Denver, I would take the Broncos plus the points. I mean, uh honestly. but it's not. So I'm taking Houston. Uh another great game, man. Niners at Saints. New Orleans is a minus two and a half at home.
0: Yeah, the the Niners and Ravens just playing good teams all the time. Yeah, it's cool. I'm I'm gonna take the Niners. This is a tough one, man. I I'm taking the Saints. But I don't feel good about it. The Saints offensive line is banged up. Drew, yeah. Drew Brees hasn't been, like, Drew Brees. the true Drew Brees this year. Yeah, Their offense runs through Michael Thomas. Robert Salaf, the 49ers defense, and Robert Tell, like, they key in on him. Richard Sherman's one of the best corners in the NFL still. I think the pass rush is going to be able to get after Brees some. Uh, and f- Fred Warner's been probably the best off-ball linebacker in the NFL this year. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, other, uh, other side of the ball, I... I I think, I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game. I don't know if that's. I a was weird about to take. ask you. I was about to ask you that actually. That's funny. Yeah, like I think some people might think we get, it's the Saints, lots of points. No, like I, I, think this is gonna be like a, a twenty to seventeen, similar to the Ravens Niners game, which I know it was a messy game, but that game just felt like a playoff game. It did.
1: I, I swear to God, I was just thinking that. I, I agree. It's gonna be a low-scoring game, and I, I, I pulled up my phone and checked the under, uh, the total because I was gonna, I like the under. Guess the total in this game. Um, half. a half. Forty-four. Well, that's close. Well done. So Vegas is a little on it. They 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 see a little scoring game, but uh yeah, I can sniff the owner the the owner <laughs> the under. Um, I, I'm taking New Orleans. Just say the Niners. That's my reason. Fair. Uh, Bengals at Browns.
0: Cleveland's when I say it. The Bengals got their win. I'm gonna take the Browns. The Browns. I I don't understand what the Browns are. They, they look like they're going to blow up Pittsburgh and then they lost uh, yeah. this needs to be like Baker Mayfield needs the Baker Mayfield has been playing better football lately um, yes they just need to do something I don't it's just it's such a letdown of a team this is the yeah, the yeah. shitty Bengals. just go blow them out fire for uh, anybody
1: I think I think the Browns win but they don't cover I don't trust them fair no it's fair it's a lot of points Andy Dalton's back. He's semi-capable. I, I, I don't trust him. I'm going to take the Panthers. Andy Dalton's
0: nine. better than a handful of starters in the NFL. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Uh, Carolina at Atlanta. The Falcons are minus three. I I always take the interim head coach bump. So I'm taking the Panthers plus three. Perry feels <laughs> ready to go. It's not his first time being an interim head coach. He knows how to get the troops right up. They all love Ron Rivera. They're all going to be playing hard because they miss Ron. Uh, they're going to put an end to Dan Quinn as a head coach in this game.
1: That I, I was just thinking that. Like, how cool – I mean, it's sad, and I shouldn't say it's cool. How cool would it be, like, for a team to fire their coach, go into another <laughs> team – Division team. Beat them. Hey. Fire their coach.
0: Yeah. No. Very cool. People getting fired, losing jobs. I,
1: it's not cool, but it's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dan and Ron. Um, I, I'm taking Atlanta
0: because of Kyle Allen. Not really, but – what, if, what if Ron becomes a head coach somewhere and hires Dan as his DC? Okay, well, I'd be all in. I know you would. I respect
1: both of them. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Detroit in Minnesota. Vikings
0: are minus 13. Mike Zimmer's going to go off on David Blau. Retweet, yeah. And, right. and the Lions defense is horrible. And even if Dalvin Cook doesn't play because of the shoulder injury, I don't like. I don't think like it's going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Alexander the Bull Madison. We'll be talking about him on the Rookie Show next week.
1: I, that's a good prediction, Rob. I'm also taking the Vikings. Does Matt Patricia get fired,
0: Rob? I don't think so, just because him and Bob Quinn are paired together for a reason. Yeah. And it's just, I I, I don't know. I, I just don't get the vibe that they're going to move on right away. I, I feel the same way. I kind of think they should. I uh, know. I don't think he's the man for the job. I just don't think it happens yet. Yep. No, fair enough. Maybe next year. Uh, Dolphins at Jets uh, New York's minus 5 Yeah I'm taking the Dolphins Fair enough I mean I the Jets make me sick for what me taking them last week uh, Brian Flores is the better head coach That's correct Brian Flores is both the better coordinators uh, yeah, Greg Williams no. hasn't been bad I'm going to say that He's, like, he's it's not good Greg, Greg, Greg sucks, Williams man. is the perfect DC for a bad head coach that's correct. It's probably like Not... the, the, and the head coach ends up hating them, but they end up being a pretty decent defense. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna take the Dolphins. I just I think their coach and this sounds insane. I just think the team is more consistent. I don't know. I hate this game. I hate myself. <laughs> I uh, it's Adam Gates' revenge
1: game. I'm never picking against that. Go coach. Jets! Oh God. Uh, I hate this game.
0: I don't care. Colts at Tampa Bay. The Bucks are minus three. I'm gonna take the Colts. They need a big bounce back game. They kind of they they were they had it against the Titans and just collapsed in they... the second half. Yeah, uh, they need to bounce back and they're obviously still fighting for that six seed or potentially the division. I don't th- I think that's kind of out of reach now though. Agreed. Uh, but six seeds definitely within reach. Um, they have they have to go in and just flex what they can do. Uh, it's tough It is yeah. tough they, They're they uh, They're still a fun team I enjoy watching Um,
1: We pick the Colts every week I'm not going to go against that Respect Yeah uh, Jags minus three
0: In Jacksonville Wait Chargers minus three In Jacksonville Three <laughs> and slip uh, I'm thinking Jaguars The Gardner Minshew Bumped there at home Chargers couldn't stop Drew Locke So now we got Gardner Minshew The Chargers just feel like It's all gone to hell Flippers are going to get Benched in this game uh, you, uh, you know what I have the Jags too,
1: but it's the Gus Bradley revenge game. That's true. Do I flip? Uh, I'm not flipping. I'm taking the Jags, but I'm scared now. I agreed with what you said, but uh, I don't know the Gus Bradley revenge game scares me. Okay, back to good football games. Kansas City is in New England, and the Pats
0: are minus three. I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Me too. The, the patches look really bad last week they're not getting much from any of the receivers Brady seems like Brady doesn't trust anyone other than Elman and rightfully so the offensive line's been struggling a lot yeah uh if they don't get turnover luck with that defense then it just they struggle and yeah. like the defense doesn't struggle but the team struggles yeah uh and, and it's Pat Mahomes it's, it's the Chiefs defense been playing better football lately. I think chris Jones is gonna have a field day uh I'm, re- I'm ready to see uh the Patriots lose two in a row yeah, I mean, if,
1: if the Chiefs start scoring, um, I don't think the Pats will be able to keep up. No. Taking KC. Uh,
0: Steelers minus two and a half in the desert, playing the cards. I'm not picking against Duck or my Steelers. The the Cardinals' defense, their pass defense, one of the worst in the league. Duck's going to put on a show. There are no pawns in the desert for the Duck. Give me the cards. Bounce back game. This defense Talk- is too good. I think like they're going to give Kyler Murray a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be like a close. I think it's a well fun. It's a fun four twenty five game. Like I won't watch it. Like I, I will because I'm a Steelers fan. But like, oh yeah, that sucks. if the Chiefs, what? If the <laughs> Chiefs, I was gonna say if the Chiefs Patriots weren't on, this would be the clear choice of the three. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, yeah, I just want you to say that. Thank
1: you. Because I, I mean, next game is Titans minus three in Oakland.
0: And I kind of hate watching both those teams. I'm gonna take the Titans, right? Titans playing pretty decent football. They have a good game plan. Derrick Henry's. Been explosive in second halves. Their defense is like quietly quite solid. Yeah, I, I don't feel good about it, but I'm taking the Raiders.
1: Fair. game points at home. I don't know. They've kind of fallen apart, but that, it's kind of an interesting game. Like I don't want to watch it, but it's interesting. There's lots of storylines, kind of. Sunday night football. Speaking of storylines, Seattle's minus one in LA playing the Rams. Rams
0: had their biggest game of the season. Todd Gurley finally looked healthy. Um, their their passing game kind of came alive. They're gonna start rolling. They want that six seed, baby. They're uh, I, I, I mean, I'm not taking the the home. I'm not picking against a home dog, in an NFC West primetime game. Roll Rams. Fuck,
1: that's it. That's it. I mean, I, I'm not, you're not wrong, Rob, but I'm uh can't pick against the Hawks. I uh, it's a big one for the uh, clinching of the playoffs. If they win, they're in. I mean, they're gonna be in. But you know what I mean. It's against the Rams, so it's kind of like a double factor. Give me the Hawks. I don't feel good about it, but give me the Hawks. And one in football. Giants at Eagles. Eli's back. Philly's minus 9.5. I am taking the Eagles. Uh, Eli, Eli's playing. That's enough for me to take the Eagles. I said last week, I think the spread was the same or something. I, I said last week, I don't know if the Eagles can beat anyone by 10. They obviously lost. I'm sticking with that theory. I'm taking the Giants plus points.
0: Okay.
1: The Eli bump. I don't know. The it could, be, it, could be, it, could go, it could go either way. It could be a big bump with Eli, or it could go be an absolute disaster. So, anyways, thanks for
0: listening. All right, this has been I seven rounds. Seven rounds of heaven. <laughs> AJ Marquez, thirteen. Rob Paul, NFL. Uh, bye.